Holden, before we started this week, I got to say, you were right. It happens every once in a while. Holden was right. Uh, Tom Wabscams from, that did not say his name correctly. Wabscams. Wobs, Wabscams from Succession is from <coughs> Minnesota, St. Paul, Minnesota. I see last week I like you had me worried. I was you had me worried about that. You were mm-hmm. like Wisconsin. I thought it was St. Paul too. I'm kind of upset I didn't like solidify that guess in, but you know, I, yeah, I, I pay closer to attention, I guess. Yeah, he does. So I think someone like misaccused him as being from Wisconsin. I swear that happened. Okay. okay but, sure. uh, but as Wisconsin soon as it, was probably mentioned at some point in the show. <laughs> it probably was. It's one of the honeymoon states I hear. <laughs> All right. Welcome to another episode of That One Movie Podcast, also known as Top, the weekly show in which we discuss movies, games, and TV shows in addition to kind of whatever. I'm your host, Jimmy Uthie, joined by my co-host right here, this guy, Holden Sutter. How are you, Holden? I'm great this week, Jimmy. You feel vindicated? Yeah, but the the fact I'm right. Yeah, Yeah, of course. (laughs) Yeah, you're wearing a panda shirt. I'm wearing a panda shirt. It's our 200th episode. Our 200th episode. We celebrated episode 100 <coughs> with Spiral. We're celebrating this episode with Fast 10. Yeah. Fast 10 or as Fast Holden. X. Yes, Fast <laughs> X. I'm excited. I'm <laughs> glad we did this for our 200th. And with timing, Fast 11 could be our 300th episode. Wow. <laughs> well, we'll have to manipulate that so that happens. Uh, today, we've got a great show featuring that non-spoiler and spoiler review of Fast 10. Uh, but Fast beforehand, X. we held talks about some of the entertainment news from this week, Holden. We got six trailers we're talking about. We got Killers of the Flower Moon, Martin Scorsese's movie. Supposed to be amazing. People stood up for nine minutes at can to clap. And we'll talk about that. Mission Impossible 7. That's uh, Dead Reckoning. Part one of the Planet of the Apes. Yes. Extraction two. Tyler Rake. He's back. All right. Buckle the iconic seat. character, Tyler Rake. <laughs> the creator. All right. Uh, Gareth Edwards from Rogue One is finally making another movie. Okay. The Haunted Mansion, Holden. Disney is coming back with that. And, of course, Five Nights at Freddy's or as FNAF, as the cool kids, as the say. kids say. But uh, we also got some other news. Uh, we'll talk about how uh, Louis Carvalho... Something like that. Sorry. Sure. She's not going to reprise her role as Moana in the live action adaptation. Indy 5 early reactions are a big oof and more. So hold on. Let's dive right in. Yes. That one movie podcast. Tomp. Before we talk fast 10, though, hold on. We got to do the Tomps. The Toms, the Toms, the Toms, the All right, I finally made the change, Scott Sutter. I changed it to Toms is the segment, not rapid fire. I, I like have, rapid fire. I think we should keep let's it. Let's just keep saying, all right, Toms <laughs> is the rapid fire segment in which we rate the news from this week in the world of entertainment on a scale of three famous Toms. Broca is the highest, Bombadil is the lowest, and Bergeron is somewhere in between. Holden, let's get started. I almost have are cutouts ready. I have them printed out. I just don't have them cut out to have on the popsicle sticks. So but pretty soon for our video audience, we'll have actual Brokaws, Bombadils, and Bergerons. We're making slightly more visually interesting. (laughs) (laughs) We're trying to just distract from these faces Mm -hmm. right here. These mugs. (laughs) All right, Holden, first. Trailers. Killers 
of the Flower Moon. Of course, this is Martin Scorsese's new film. Early reviews are universal acclaim. It's got 96 thought. on Scorsese Rotten Tomatoes. Movie with good reviews. <laughs> 91 on Metacritic. I'm more of a Metacritic guy myself. Oh, I don't yeah. know about you. No. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes is for people that just like to blame Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just uh, for people who like to be angry. Nine minutes standing ovation at con can however you're supposed to say it mm-hmm. um <laughs> nine minutes that is so well silly yeah no i've always <laughs> thought that with these movies like the, the whenever any any longer than like a minute is just too long right and so like imagine like you hear about movies that get like i feel like parasite was one of these movies that had like a like a 20 minute standing ovation <laughs> like who does that like who just well, stands there screaming like cheering well i could see you doing that hold on ironically yeah but. well yeah i could but <laughs> no it's it's weird because like uh, these film festivals like like you're, I mean, I, I guess I don't know how can work specifically, but my understanding for a lot of the other ones at least is that like the films are all like so close together. Like oftentimes people have to like run in between <laughs> theaters to like get to them. So why are you wasting time like <laughs> cheering for 10 minutes? It's so weird. Well, nine minutes, Holden. Yeah. They'll blow it out of proportion. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Hyperbole over there. <laughs> but like, you know, there's, is there an effective difference between one minute of standing ovation and nine minutes? Because if no. you're, if you are just in isolation you took each person in that audience and just placed them from in front of martin scorsese in a in a small room are they gonna watch and clap for for 10 minutes or nine minutes straight uh no they're not gonna do it so i think i like to think it's either uh societal pressure or it's just everybody's playing the game where they want to clap last well yeah that could be no it's it it is uh it's really just a can thing though from what i like you always hear about it at can so i don't know if it maybe it's a, a a hoity-toity high society thing. I don't know. Oh, hoity-toity French thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, anywho, Holden, we should be excited about this movie because it's it's based on the book by David Grant, which I did read three years ago, and I did do like a little episode thing on this podcast, which is not very good. I don't recommend listening to that episode. <laughs> it's way too fast-paced and informational. I did not listen to it. So. Yeah, well. <laughs> but here's just a little background on this, Holden. Uh, this is based on the this Osage tribe in Oklahoma in the 1920s or 30s is when the story takes place. Uh, but basically, the Osage, our tribe in Oklahoma, they were forced off their land. I think they were originally in Kansas, but uh, good farmland. They were forced onto this basically rocky, rough terrain that was supposed to be bad, pretty barren for farmland. Turns out it's one of the largest oil fields in the United States. Uh, so they struck this huge oil supply. Everybody became super rich. It was the wealthiest community per capita in the world in the 1920s. Um, and it, people, there were like originally like 2000 ish people in the tribe and everybody who was part of the tribe when they discovered this received what was called a head right. Mm. Um, basically like um, they each got a certain amount of land regardless, but then they, the, the stuff beneath the land, the oil was all shared evenly. So they got a head right to that oil and uh, basically a bunch of white people came and started marrying into the people who had head rights mm. and they could only be inherited. So they like manipulated all this stuff. So there's a bunch of conspiracy going on. It's a really interesting story, uh, true story with a lot of twists and turns. Um, really, really cool. Um, essentially, yeah, I have here. It's a story of a bunch of white people uh, conspiring to s- slowly steal the tribe's money yeah. through murder, lies, deception. If this is, there's so much going on in this book that uh, it'll be interesting to see how Scorsese does it. Again, it's a really long movie, well over three hours. So, uh, but yeah, trailer. Holden, what, what were your thoughts? 
I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's not too long. It's it's a lot of mm-hmm. disconnected shots that if you don't know the story like I do or like I don't, um, then it doesn't really mean a lot, I guess. It looks great. I mean, I think visually I, I mentioned that it, it has great looking sets and costumes mm-hmm. and everything. The production values pretty insane but that's a scorsese movie it's not not too surprising there 200 million dollar um, budget yeah so that's and that's what shows, that'll do yeah. for you <laughs> um obviously good cast and everything leo mm-hmm. dicaprio robert de niro jesse plemons he wrote down the gas station guy from no country for old men <laughs> um which i didn't notice but yeah. yeah i guess he's there um lily gladstone which uh, you wrote that down. I read that she was like about to quit acting really? before she got cast in this. Like she was like getting ready to like get a, make a career change and then Scorsese like called her up or something. So cool. Well, Scorsese, I'm considering quitting acting too. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I don't know if this is the thing for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, I feel like there's not a, a ton to say about it, at least for me. It, it looks very good. Though. You say Brendan Fraser yet? No, I didn't. He is in it. He's in it. I, I'm excited for that too. Uh, yeah, I, I even <laughs> seeing the reading the book three years ago and seeing the trailer, I'm, I'm like, I can't remember all the details, which I'm excited about because I'm I'm excited to see this when it comes out October sixth. That will have a limited release. October twentieth, wide release. No news as when it will be uh, appearing on Apple TV Plus. But this is going to be worth seeing in the theater. Yeah, this is going to be a brokaw for me. Yeah, I'll give it a Broca as well. I did see this really funny like tweet um, that was it said like first look of at Brendan Fraser in Killers of the Flower Moon, and it was like the it was the image of him sitting in the courtroom or whatever. But yeah. it's it, they photoshopped the image of him from the whale on top of it. That one image that's used in all the promo for the yeah. whale because it's just that's like a joke that that's the only image they have for the whale. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Holden. Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part 1 of the Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. This is uh, one of our most highly anticipated movies of the year. I think it was number two for me, so after uh, Indy 5. So we'll it talk was, about that. It was probably top five for me. Let me pull up my list while you're yeah, going Yeah, there you talk. go. Uh, of course, we got returning actors of Tom Cruise, obviously. But Rebecca Ferguson, mm-hmm. Ving Rhames. Simon Pegg, Vanessa Kirby. Holden, there is a train sequence in also this movie. number two for me. Yeah, number two for you as well. Yeah. So overall, number two. Yeah, there is a train sequence, which mm-hmm. that is that's Jimmy's bread and butter. He mm-hmm. loves a good train sequence. Jimmy, I that chugga, makes me chugga. wonder. I now I just had this idea. <laughs> have you ever seen the Lone Ranger? I have not seen the Lone. Okay, Ranger. that's like that movie. Is that is, the Johnny Depp one? Yeah, that movie is like pretty mediocre. But like, I think the universally most well liked part is like the end is like all on a train, and it's really uh-huh. cool. There we go. So it almost might be worth it. <laughs> Lone Ranger train sequence. Write that one down. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, um, Mission Possible 7. One, uh, obviously, I'm excited about the train sequence. Did you know that he jumps off a cliff? He rides a bike off a cliff. Hold I did on. not Were you know aware that, of that? No. <laughs> because uh, Paramount wants to make sure that you're aware of that. Yeah, I, that's it's. it kind of sucks that that's going to be really underwhelming in the theater. I mean, it might be. I mean, we don't see it. It'll the, be cool to see on the big screen. But yeah. But some of these things, it's like, I know I you mean, need we already to sell, saw it on the big screen with the trailer. Yeah, I know you, <laughs> <laughs> I know you need to sell movie tickets, but you could talk about this thing and show some of the behind the scenes. And then it would be cool to see the, like the actual shot in the movie, but they literally just sh- seemingly showed the whole thing in this I, trailer. I mean, I guess to be fair, like 
five that's that the whole thing for that one was him hanging off the side of the plane and that was in all the promo material and then but i think like that's not as like visually striking like just a shot of him holding on the side of the plane is not as like oh wow jaw dropping it's like yeah. this man is insane and it makes sense that you're featuring this because he's insane but it's not like <gasps> jaw on the floor you know it's gonna blow you away visually as well sure sure yeah but um, this has uh, this trailer has ten out of ten. Tom Cruise running, lots of running, perfect Ooh. posture. Really, that man, just, the man is a vertical. Line. How much danger he is in half that time? He is just well composed. <laughs> he's thinking of that the whole time that he is running. <laughs> he's making sure he's not. He's he's gonna have good posture. He's using all all five seven of himself to mm-hmm. do that. Um, yeah. one thing I do want to bring up is I think the cinematography looks not great. I mean, like I don't think it looks necessarily bad. I just think that it, especially this trailer, I think there's a lot of flat looking shots that don't have a lot of depth. Like there's this shot where it's kind of smoky and Tom Cruise and that one guy are like, you know, you got to be done, Tom, or whatever he says, Ethan. And it's just like smoky and the composition is really weird. And I think it it just looks kind of amateurish. And um, there's some of the shots where there's like these video boards in the background, but it's like the lighting on their face is so flat I don't know if it's just accentuated by the fact that Tom Cruise probably has had so much plastic surgery to himself that it just is like smooth or airbrushed, but I don't, it's just something weird about it. And then there's also so many random (laughs) Dutch angles, which is when like the composition of the camera is crooked. Um, for it's a, seemingly a battlefield no, earth compilation. If you want to know what Dutch angles are, no reason. I literally counted at least five in the trailer. And one of them is like Ving Rhames is just talking to Ethan Hunt and it's just diagonal for whatever reason. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you wrote that down and I saw that I, for me and granted, I'll probably rewatch at least a couple of them before this one comes out. But I, the Christopher McQuarrie mission impossible movies, I've always kind of felt that like, I've always felt like the cinematography is just not the strong point of those movies. Like it's always been kind of, flat i mean they, uh, like, that's what i'm thinking like i'm thinking back i'm like does this really look different from five and six yeah. i'm thinking probably not i'm just yeah. noticing it now yeah no i think i think really the the visual appeal of those movies is is more so in like the effects and everything which do look good in the trailer mm-hmm. i mean whatever cg is there doesn't really look like cg um but yeah i, I think that's more of it i don't know we'll see yeah i think i was just spoiled by john wick four as well yeah. just looking gorgeous from the we're the just lighting we're just light it, it does everything with lighting. <laughs> that movie is just let's do everything um but uh the one other thing i was gonna say was oh yeah there's tons of close-ups as well but i think uh mission impossible four is probably the best looking one i've Th- only seen that one i i've the only time i saw that one was a while ago so i might rewatch four through six yeah. for this three looks know. good too tons of close-ups i think it was jj abrams first movie so i haven't seen that one maybe I'll you've watch never seen three too. no oh, we should watch three together sometime <laughs> i'm gonna give it a broca despite all that okay I'm looking forward to it yeah uh i'll give it a broca looks good looks good holden extraction Dose, oh, number on. two. Bef- uh, bef- I forgot to write this down. For Mission Impossible, I'm getting strong th- themes of family from that trailer, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would do anything for you guys. <laughs> okay, Ethan, <and> you <laughs> can't put us in ahead of the mission. It's too important. Nothing like is being more Ring's impression. Nothing. <laughs> we have the meats. <laughs> Nothing's so more important. That? Yeah. Hold on. Come on. Uh, <laughs> July 12th is Mission Impossible. Forgot to say that as well. Now extraction number two, numero dos. 
Tyler Egg, he's back, baby. Um, Iconic he was, character. You were dead nine months ago. Whatever they say in the trailer. Yeah, I do not remember a single thing from that first movie aside either. from the twelve minute sequence. And even then, I kind of struggle to remember exactly what happens in that. I just remember it being cool. It was in India, right? That movie was it? I, I don't think. Know. <laughs> and he was trying to protect a kid. Yeah, there there was a kid. <laughs> David Harbor was in it, right? That was, was before I watched Stranger Things, I believe. Right before. Oh, maybe. I think he's in it randomly. Maybe, maybe as a bad guy. I don't know. I don't remember. I'm just going to rewatch that 11 minute sequence and Holden. I am so excited for this movie. <laughs> this movie, I think, is going to fulfill the the whole of that just John Wick esque action, but not as good. But the ridiculousness factor just ramped up completely. Sure. I think this is like. <laughs> the fast and furious of John wick. And I just think I'm looking forward to it. I mean, he literally throws guys face into a treadmill, which launches him through a glass pane (laughs) down into another level of a building all in one shot. That is hilarious. I literally just spit all over my computer while I was watching that. I mean, yeah, the action sequences are pretty hilarious. I mean, you got the fire fists (laughs) and everything, but like, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I think back to that first movie and how I I don't I don't know if we I feel like we knew about the sequence going into that movie. We reviewed it not, on the podcast. I did not know that the Maybe not. But I feel like I feel like I was like looking forward to that. And then it happens middle of the movie, and then just the rest of the movie is so like mediocre. And so I keep like thinking of that. I'm like, am I really excited for this movie? I like the last one, actually. I remember liking it. Not because it's good, but just because it was what it was, right? It's just, it's like, this is what it is. All right. We're mm-hmm. going to do it. And I think just watching the trailer, it seems like they fully embrace that. Hold on. Another train sequence, two yeah. big train sequences. It seems like it's it a look, one or two. Like, yeah, this, this is what's in my dreams. Chris, Chris Hemsworth is just eye candy, of course, as well. I mean, he's of great. Course. Um, <laughs> but Ken Watanabe's in it. Oh, I'm thinking of the creator. No, Sorry, I'm looking at the not creator. In that. He's not in it. <laughs> but it would be great if he was. Yeah. Um, sorry, I was looking at my notes for the grade. <laughs> but uh, let's see. What uh, the, There's an the, AI kid? Oh, now I'm also <laughs> looking at the creator. Dang it. Um, but look, uh, even like the little uh, effects with the titles in the trailer where it's like Chris Hemsworth and then the bullets shoot away the, the text. I'm like, that's funny. It's just <laughs> hilarious to me. Um, looks ridiculous, goofy, and terrible. I'm excited. I mean, yeah, I... I you know, I, I'm being hard on it. I am excited too, just to mostly for those action sequences. But uh, yeah, this is, I feel like this is Jimmy's Fast and Furious. Yeah, uh, there we go. We're, we're swapped opinions on this. There we go. Um, produced by the Russo brothers. Remember when that meant something, Holden? Yeah. Uh, directed by Sam Hargrave again, who did the first one and did a lot of the MCU stunt coordination. Russo brothers who say that. AI should be writing scripts. Didn't they say something like that? Maybe, maybe they shouldn't be writing their scripts. I'm giving this one a bro call and let's go. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll give it a bro. Call. Why not? Got him. All right. Hold on. Now we can talk about Ken Watanabe and the creator. This is, I gotta say Chris Hemsworth looks great in this. Oh wait, <laughs> crap. Call these mixed up. Holden, just because you were right about uh, Tom Wobbsgans and Indy 5 doesn't mean you can just <laughs> rub this in my face, too. <laughs> All right. Uh, Holden, it's been a while since Gareth Edwards did anything. I think since Rogue One, right? Did he do Godzilla 2? No. No, he hasn't no. done any Godzilla since the first one, right? Yeah, and then Rogue One came out after that. That was 
seven a, years ago almost. Holy smokes. And then how much of that movie was good because of Gareth Edwards and how much was it not? Tony Gilroy, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's been a while. This came out of nowhere. I was not uh, anticipating this at all. Yeah. Uh, this movie looks huge. Um, it does. Which is I weird because it's budget is. Yeah, I, could, I was looking into it. There was no information on it yet, but it looks expensive. Mm-hmm. Like at least $100 million. Oh, um, yeah. So I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if it's closer to 150, 200. Like, yeah, this, this is an original movie, too. Like, this, they must mm. have a lot of faith in this in this movie. I can't remember mm-hmm. the studio making it. But uh, obviously, the lead's going to be John David Washington, who you know from Tenet, Black Klansman. I like now, one of those movies. <laughs> <laughs> Ken Watanabe. He's in this one, The Last Samurai, Batman Begins, Inception. He's great. I love Ken Watanabe. Also, Godzilla. He's also in Godzilla, huh? Yeah. I don't remember that part. That's a long time ago. Was that 2014? Yeah. That movie? Wow. That was a long time ago, too. Jeez. I'm just feeling old. Holden, this movie looks a lot like Rogue One mixed with Blade Runner mixed with District 9. Do I have any other things here? Yeah, well, it looks like um, the Rogue One comparisons I mentioned there. There's like a poster for this movie that I saw, and I think it's official. Um, It it looks like a Star Wars, like like one of those not like a normal, not like one of the main Star Wars posters, but like the art and it looks very like Rogue One esque and everything. So it's I. Yeah, I definitely think there's some direct inspiration there. Well, I mean, like, there's, like, a beach battle. There's a huge explosion, nuclear bomb going off outside the the beach. Very similar to the end of Scarif and the end of Rogue One there. Um, So, look, I think it it looks pretty cool. You have this AI kid. He's he's the weapon. And you can't go to heaven because you're a bad person, and I can't go to heaven because I'm not a a robot. I'm not a human. Beep, beep, boop, boop, beep. Um... It's 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 the it's the guy escorting the kid. Yeah, (laughs) we're getting a lot of that this year. Hopefully that doesn't. I mean, I like that trope. Hopefully it doesn't become tired in the public eye because it's a good trope. I love it too. Mandalorian, Last of Us. What else? Just like like Arya and and the Hound. Those are the main two. I mean, like Children of Men and Children of Men. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Although, yeah, I can't remember. I haven't seen that one in a while. Um. I think it looks pretty interesting. Like, I'm a, I'm just curious. I I want this movie to be really good because I would love a good original sci-fi. Love me some AI exploration. Last time we got a, a an original sci-fi in September. We got Ad Astra. So, and people liked that. It had it, you know it had it like was okay. It had like a really good two parts. <laughs> there were it two parts of it that were really pirates holding and a space baboon. Remember that, that? The space baboon. I completely forgot that about was the also space a, baboon. That was a really good bit too. I felt like those two bits were like the best parts of that movie and then the rest of it it was kind of slow. Was it like a killer space baboon thing? Yeah, it was, that it was, it was an like, Ad Astra? Yeah, it like suddenly turned into a horror movie like when he went in there cuz there's like all the blood everywhere and Oh my gosh, how did I forget that? <laughs> I want to watch Ad Astra again, but fast forward to the boring parts and the Tommy Lee Jones parts. Keep that at the end. God, that was a long movie. Yeah, that a was. lot of just narrating monologue over voiceovers. But you know, it was it was all right. Did we review that for the podcast? Yeah, we definitely okay. did. Yeah, that was early days. That must have been first year. Yeah, 
first-ish year, you know. I don't know. Uh, we've been 200 episodes old, and they <laughs> they blend <laughs> they together blend at some point. Um, but look, I think it. I just think it's cool that we're getting a huge uh, original sci-fi movie. That's that's my thoughts. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm just excited for. So, uh, Gareth Everett's. It obviously looks beautiful. Yeah. Um, looks expensive. Really good. And it was originally named True Love. So that is a good change, I think. If this movie came out as True Love, I think that is really cliche sounding and, and bad. I mean, I don't know. I guess it depends on the context of what it means to the movie. It is it is a weird... It might it might have been okay for me because it's like a weird name for a sci-fi movie. But uh, yeah, I don't know. The creator is also kind of mad to me. Yeah, so. but I feel like True Love is just so on the nose because it's like... I'll do anything to help this AI kid and not all AI are evil. Do you think the AI are going to win? And then they, they end up setting up like a better society. Well, I mean, I hardly even know what the premise of this movie is Jimmy, So it's hard for me to guess. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, there's some, the the AI that was supposed to protect us activated a nuclear device and destroyed Los Angeles 10 years ago today or whatever they say at the beginning of the trailer. Yeah. Uh, Some sort of war between AI and humans and, I'm going for the AI. Let's go AI. Woo. Robots take over the world. All right. Okay. I'm going uh, Brokaw September 29th release. Excited for that. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll give it a Brokaw. Kind of snuck up. Looks good. Cool. Our next trailer holding is Haunted Mansion from Disney. There's so many trailers. Yeah. I don't have too much to say about <laughs> this. I just have, uh, obviously, Lakeith Stanfield, Danny DeVito, and Owen Wilson, I think, all seem to be having a good time. I really like their chemistry. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be funny there. I hope. They didn't just show all the funny bits in the trailer um, because otherwise, if this movie's not carried by those three, I don't care about this movie at all. Jared Leto is, I think, the main ghost. Is he actually? He is. He's one of the ghosts. I think he's supposed to be like the main ghost. That's too bad. (laughs) You know what? Jared Leto playing a villain. I think I'm okay with that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Don't have to root for him. I'm going to go Bergeron. Uh, I think this this is not a movie I'm really excited about. I'm more excited after this trailer, though, so I guess it does that for me just from the chemistry between the the actors I mentioned just there. So that's where I'm at. Yeah, it's it's a movie that I'm, I'm pretty just middle of the road on. It comes out the week after Barbie and Oppenheimer, so uh, yeah, I don't know. At least one of those is going to be flopping, I'm sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's got to be haunted. Is this just going to be Disney Plus kind of? thing i feel like this should be a well it's in theaters it's gonna be in theaters this is a wait for disney plus i think sort of deal just looking at it probably just being a little we might do it for the podcast august might be kind of slow so we'll see yeah all right holden last trailer is fnaf as the cool kids say five nights at freddy's holding your favorite franchise yeah i have a i do have quite the history with this franchise actually i i played all of the first four games like when they were coming out that that first year when it was big was insane. I was part of the hype. I was when did like, these come out? I think 2014. And the first four games all came out within a year of like the first one. Wow. So like they were, they, he was shelling them out because they were like pretty <laughs> easy to make. So I think like the first one, uh, the fourth one came out like a year after the, fifth, the first one or something like that. But I was like, me and my friends, we were like reading into the lore and everything. Mm-hmm. We were watching game theory on YouTube. You know, we <laughs> yeah. were, we were, uh, we were, you know, whenever they would drop teasers for the next game, we were super into it. I fell off after the fourth game and it wasn't even like me growing up or anything. It was like the fourth game was like 
really audio focused. Like you had to like really like listen or whatever, but like the and, audio and that that Olden's not a good <laughs> listener. So <laughs> no, it was like the audio cues in the game were like way too quiet, like to like pick up on anything. And I think they oh. fixed it later, but then like the jump scares were like way louder than like all of the other games. Oh, so sure. you like turned yeah. up the volume and then it was just like screaming. I, I got so <laughs> frustrated. I, yeah. That was that arrow. And then a lot of memes were just doing that. Online. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, anyway, so I I do know at least old era FNAF, but there's a lot of stuff that's come out since that. I'm I'll be honest. With. I'll be honest with the old one. I did not know FNAF existed until I started teaching. Like I never even heard really? of it. Really? Yeah, I live under a rock. <laughs> you didn't know about you know, like high school, you'd never no, heard of it? Never heard of it. None of my friends are playing FNAF, so I think we well, were all playing, like even they were all playing Skyrim for the, like the <laughs> third playthrough. So well, no, I, that surprises me because like you in high school, you played on Steam some, right? Yeah, I did. I was like, that was when was I was going through Tomb Raider and the Arkham games. I'm surprised you just that. like didn't even see it anywhere. I was like, probably just playing through Arkham, <laughs> Arkham right. City for like the fourth time, right. <laughs> waiting for night to come out. <laughs> they delayed it again. What are you doing, Rocksteady? <laughs> um, so Matthew Lillard is going to be in this. Playing William Afton, who's like the the big antagonistic character. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jimmy's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and uh, PETA, Josh Hutchinson, totally forgot he existed. He's he's in this. Yeah, playing the security oh, guard, it looks the like. The security guard. I think this looks pretty bad. Yeah, the, the trailer's pretty short. I I'm, I don't have high hopes for it. I'm interested, at least, because the apparently animatronics are being done by the Jim Henson Company. So that's at least I think worth seeing. We'll see how they look, you know, when more trailers come out and everything. It's going to it's going to be PG-13. It's not going to be scary like this. It's a series that like the main demographic at this point is kids. So yeah. there's no way it's not going to be PG-13. Yeah. So uh, October 27th, it's coming out to Peacock in theaters. Yeah. So there you go. Holding your Peacock subscription. It it's going to finally pay off. Finally, <laughs> that and uh, Halloween ends. And Oh, my gosh. Except you paid to go to Halloween ends in the theater, oh, didn't you? Yeah, I did. That was a mistake. I went with you. Yeah. You also that paid was to a go. <laughs> double win. But I didn't have a Peacock ex- subscription. Uh, those, I, I'm going to go Bergeron, I think, for that one. Yeah, I'll go Bergeron, too. All right. Now that we're 30 minutes into this, those Jesus are the trailers, Christ. Holden. Uh, just quick hitting news. Not a ton. Uh, Eddie Murphy and Talks to Star in the, a Pink Panther reboot movie. Of course, we had Steve Martin ones. Those were some of my childhood favorites. Never saw them. Uh, Emily's family loves those as well. Uh, but this is going to be like a live action CGI hybrid. Interesting. I guess the Pink the, Panther little. What is it? A, a character? What is the Pink Panther? Oh, it's a panther. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that like, what are you pink. asking? <laughs> it's a panther. Like, is it a cat? Oh, I guess it is. It's it's a pink panther, believe it or not. I well, am not coming off as intelligent in this podcast. Yeah, what is over. happening? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I guess one of us has to carry it. You know? I'm being exposed. Uh, I'm the funny one and the smart one this time. <laughs> um, no. Uh, <laughs> I the, the When I was reading about this, I'm like, that's so weird because like the like the Pink Panther movies are always about like the, the inspector guy. Yeah. Inspector Crusoe. Yeah. Like it's always about him and the, the cartoon character is just like a car. I don't know that those two things don't really like mix in my well, mind. So not I not in the Steve Martin ones, but I, I don't know about the old like cartoons or the original movie. I don't know. It's don't know. I, they've always kind of felt like two halves of a whole to me where it's like, like they kind of are like 
the same identity, but they never really interact. I guess I don't know like a ton about the Pink Panther stuff. I, I did watch some cartoons and stuff um, when I was younger, but um, so I don't know. And it's directed by Jeff Fowler who did the Sonic movies. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's going to be a similar type of concept or. Yeah. Uh, the story is said to, this is according to the Hollywood reporter said to see the Pink Panthers live action crew, break him out of his animated prison to do a heist job. So that's weird. So it's a live action crew in an animated prison, breaking out this animated character to come to the real that's world to do a who framed Roger rabbit. Yeah. Kind of stuff. That here. sounds terrible to make. <laughs> sounds I, horrible to have to go through making yeah, all that and editing that. This seems like a weird movie to make. I'm kind of on a Bergeron. I'm at a Bergeron too. It, my thing is I'd like to see another Steve Martin one. Because I'm pretty sure the second one was bad, but I don't remember. The <laughs> yeah, first one not remember is bad upon <laughs> rewatch, but I want to see a third one. Darn it. Okay. Just for nostalgia's <laughs> sake. Bring okay. it back. Let's do it. Bergeron for me. Do you say Bergeron? Yeah, I said Bergeron. Okay, sweet. Alec Baldwin Holden is to star in Kent State, which is about the 1917 <laughs> Vietnam War protest shooting at Kent State University. Uh, Baldwin's going to play Robert I. White, who is Kent State University's president at the time of the shooting. It'll be the directorial debut of Karen Slade, who also wrote the screenplay. Obviously, Alec Baldwin is coming off his own like shooting, like controversy thing at this time. I mean, it was brought up yeah, in the article Rust, yeah. as well. Rust, and I feel like, man, I'm. I guess good for Alec Baldwin to be able to return to acting. I guess he's not act, obviously part of the scenes where the shots are happening, but I feel like this is to go from being involved in like a, this shooting sort of, I don't know, a, a accident sort of thing yeah, to the, accident. to, or to this movie about a shooting is kind of an interesting approach. I feel like if I was in his shoes, I'd want to do something completely lighthearted and different, but yeah. I mean, I guess good, good for him for being able to, to be able to do this. Um, it's just, a, I think it would be hard. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I don't know anything about this like real life thing that happened, so I'm because I'm not well read on my history. Wow. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what this this you know. People were, were destroying their draft cards and stuff because they're anti-Vietnam in college. Uh, okay. Um. So oh, there was like this. a protest, and then a shooting this. happened, and some and some people died. Okay. Not the best moment in American history. Um. Hot take. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna go uh, Bergeron here. I'm not sure if this is a movie I'm gonna end up seeing, um, but just kind of interesting to see that this is was Alec Baldwin's next role after Rust. Alec Baldwin seems to be. I mean, even pre-Rust seems to be in his uh, straight to DVD phase. So we'll see if this even gets a theatrical release. Um, yeah, I'll give it a Bergeron. Holden, Indy Five did not do well at at Cannes. No. Nope. Um, it is at a 52% on Rotten Tomatoes, a 53 on Metacritic. Heck, even IGN gave it a 4 out of 10. Not great if even IGN is giving you a 4. Um, yeah, I, I mentioned to you, it has a lower Metacritic score than Fast X, <laughs> which is kind of sad. <laughs> oh, why does everything I look forward to end up garbage, Holden? Um, there, so That's why, you know, I... Wait, I didn't put Indy 5 on my top 10 just like I didn't put Obi-Wan last I know. year. So I think um, it's your fault, really. <laughs> I think this is just the curse of Holden Sutter. Striking in, seeking out any way to deny me happiness. Um, 
apparently, here's what we just know about it. Sequences in the movie are like the greatest hits of the franchise, which kind of reminded me of Uncharted Lost Legacy. How you have a lot of the sequences, but you know that that game has really good writing. And apparently, yeah, yeah that game's a lot of fun. This uh, doesn't, it apparently leans very much into kind of the fantastical elements of things and less realistic, which I don't personally love. That was one of my bigger yeah. problems with Crystal Skull. Uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, um, but <laughs> someone said like it made the ending of Crystal Skull look subtle, which spoilers for this fifteen-year-old movie. But a huge alien ship comes out of the like South America or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I know for me the ending of that never really bothered me too much because it's like I don't know aliens. Sure, they exist. Like ghosts and stuff exist in this world too. Why not? Yeah. Like. <laughs> um, but uh, some people say it's a lot of fun. Others say it's very much a slog. Apparently, the movie's better in the second half. Some people are complaining about the de-aging sequence. I, yeah, I heard about that. Minutes. Apparently, it doesn't look good when he's talking or something. Um, just overall, major disappointment. But uh, Harrison Ford got a random Palm d'Or for like well, an Palm honor. Palm d'Or is the, the movie award. I think he got some sort of Palm Award. Yeah, he probably got some award at Cannes. Palm Door is like the big movie award, I'm pretty sure. He, he, got, he got the big movie. I yeah. think it's just, a, it means golden it's, palm. and doesn't have to be the movie. Harrison I Ford, could, what did he get? Harrison Can. Ford, can. Oh, I forgot the S. Bids a tear. Okay, it'd I'm be, on New York Times now. It'd be really funny if I was if you were wrong yet again, Jimmy. He had received an honorary Palm Door. Okay. It just means golden palm leaf. Holden. I was pretty sure the palm. I thought that was like only like the top movie award. Well, shows me you I'm know. wrong. Looks ha the turned tables, Holden. That's it. Now I'll never be wrong and you'll always be wrong from here on Damn out. It. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, I, that's a bombadil for me. I'm still excited for it, but that's just too bad that it's also not. It's the lowest reviewed one. Is it actually going to be worse than Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? find out in a couple months i guess <laughs> yeah i'm gonna give it a bombadil too it just makes me less excited for it yeah all right uh a couple more things holden auli alui cravallo i think is alui cravallo is where i'm gonna go with cravallo maybe cravallo uh won't reprise moana in the live action adaptation she played the original when she was 14 uh this is interesting to me because she's only 22 and she doesn't look that old and it makes me feel bad that I'm aged out of Disney princessdom. Um, well, yeah, so she's not playing Moana. I, I I don't know. I didn't get the sense. Wait, unless she says, was it because she's too old? Like it just I, said, This is her quote. This is what she said on a video posted to Instagram. She said, when I was cast as Moana at 14, it wonderfully changed my life and started my career. In this live action retelling, I will not be reprising the role. I believe it is absolutely vital. The casting accurately represents the characters and stories we want to tell. So as an executive producer on the film, meaning I'm not going to do anything, I cannot <laughs> wait to help find the next actress to portray Moana's courageous spirit, undeniable wit, and emotional strength. I'm truly honored to pass the baton to the next young woman of Pacific Island descent descent to honor our incredible Pacific cult people, cultures, and communities that help inspire her story. And I look forward to all the beautiful Pacific representations to come. Mahalo. Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's it, it just seems I mean I guess how old is Moana in the movie? That's what I was gonna say. Is she like 10 or something? Maybe 10? but I feel like I don't know. How old, <laughs> how old is Moana in the movie? Moana I'm gonna say like 15, 16. Moana is okay. 16. I feel like she could yeah, 
Like you, could, you have you have people in their early twenties playing high schoolers all the time. Like I mean, that dear Evan Hansen guy was what? Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, <laughs> like thirty or whatever. Um, yeah, no, I don't, I, I don't totally get this. I mean, I, if she just doesn't want to do it, that's what fine. I'm guessing, right? Like that, yeah, she just I, doesn't want to do it. Yeah, um, but it is just makes it seem more and more like a Dwayne Johnson va- vanity project, right? Yeah. Like if he's the only one that's coming back, he's coming back. Maybe we'll have uh, Alan Tudyk come back as the, as the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see, I want to see him in the big mocap stilt suit that he had to wear for K2SO. <laughs> I think that'd be funny. I'm going to go Bergeron. Um, yeah, I'll give a Bergeron. All right, hold on. You got this next one. Actually, Disney- I'll give a Bombadil for that. That's okay. Dumb. Wow. Yeah, she should come. Woo. Back. Wow. <laughs> Disney is removing a bunch of original content from Disney Plus and Hulu within the next week to prepare for the merger. Yeah. Um, so I mentioned this last week when I when we said they were merging, uh, that I was going to get mad if they announced a bunch of stuff that was going to get removed. And uh, yeah, here they are. They are. And they're removing stuff. The weirdest one to me is they're removing the Willow series yeah, that just heck? came out <laughs> as a Disney Plus exclusive exclusive original content. Yeah, so I, that's so weird. But some of the other ones, and this is between uh, both Disney and Hulu, uh, the Mighty Ducks Game Changers, which I think the most recent season for that just recently came out. Uh, the one and only Ivan, The World According to Jeff Goldblum, Dollface, Why the Last Man, and Little Demon. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, it, it's not none of it's stuff that I watched, but it is just weird stuff to remove is it gone like completely just I, out of here nothing I, well doesn't none, exist yeah okay so this, this is like a shortened list that i just read there's a much longer list you can look up um with a lot of different things on it but um yeah it's, it's most of them like don't have dvd releases they, they aren't released like anywhere else so yeah. I, I don't know how you would watch them unless they release them to, you know to rent or something um, but then I wrote down here, uh, uh, take to the high seas folks. Uh, it is morally okay to do Arr. this. Uh, if they give you no other way to watch it, <laughs> but maybe, so, it'll, maybe it'll be on like two B or something. One of those free Pluto TV. Yeah. What, do what HBO did and put Westworld on the Roku channel. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, Christ. they have a uh, weird owl, the weird movie. Yeah. There, no, so. I, I, I don't necessarily have anything against the Roku channel, but it does seem like just banishing Westworld to, to that channel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go Bombadil. Yeah, I'm going Bombadil with that as well. Especially if they're just lost to the ether. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, Holden. Alien versus Predator anime series. What's this all about? Yeah, I just, uh, I, I don't particularly like care about it too much, but um, it was interesting because so apparently before the Fox Disney merger, they there was an Alien versus Predator 10 episode anime series created that Disney has just never released. Like it's just in the Disney vault somewhere. Hmm. Fully finished and everything. Uh, Josh Izzo, who is a former licensing director at 20th Century Fox, revealed this. And apparently it had started production around 2017. So there's just a whole alien for the alien or predator or both fans out there. There's a whole bunch of content here that Disney just doesn't want you to see for some reason. <laughs> Much of a uh, feels like a Batgirl or a, a Scoob holiday haunt situation. So did they have any plans to release it then? Uh, no, not as uh, like the, I think this was an, inter- an interview on a podcast that he gave and it just sounds like, like there's no plans to release it. It's just locked away somewhere. Weird. Yeah. I'm going to go Bombadil then. Yeah. Release the stuff that you made. Bombadil. I don't, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but did you see that like that Scooby-Doo and Crypto the Superdog like crossover movie got like 
leaked on the internet or something. No, I did not see it. There was, it was supposed to be like some HP or it was like a, like come out with like a Scooby-Doo movie every year or whatever, but it was going to be like that one for this year. But then when HBO like cut back or Warner discovery cut back on their animation budget, Mm -hmm. they just like canceled the release. And then some like worker just leaked it on the internet. So like, (laughs) Good for them. People Hopefully should do they that. don't get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> or, didn't they make the Scoob 2 or whatever or almost completed it? Well, that's what it? I just said. Or I said that <laughs> earlier when I mentioned Scoob Holiday Haunt. Well, hold on. I'm not listening to you. <laughs> I'm, pl- I'm, playing just that not listening. I'm playing that. I'm playing that five FNAF four where you have to listen to that. Oh, yeah. So I'm not listening to you. <laughs> um, That's a Bombadil. Yeah. Bombadil. Loki season two is coming out October 6th. Echo's coming out November 29th, which... Remember, they were going to pump the brakes on that? Yeah. Well, it, yeah. So the only things that had been confirmed were Secret Invasion and Loki for this year. Uh, but the thing that I wanted to mention with this was that Loki is going to be coming out weekly like most of these shows do. But then Echo is just like all dropping on November 29th. Well, maybe it makes more sense if there's less like hype for something. Like if it's, le- if it's not as big of a, a property or it's not yeah. established, maybe it makes more sense to just do the, the dump. Yeah. You could have done that for like... You probably could have done that for like Miss Marvel or or uh, Hawkeye, <laughs> like just dump them all at once. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'll go Bergeron there. Yeah, Bergeron. Some gladiator casting. Holding what's going on here? Um, yeah. So first off, we have May uh, Kalamawe. I don't know if that's how you say her name, but she's who plays the main uh, the female lead in Moon Knight. She has been cast. Uh, And Fred Hetchinger from White Lotus, he's the uh, socially awkward son from the first season. Oh. Um, He's been cast. Um, And apparently, I also wrote this down. I didn't remember these names. Denzel Washington and Joseph Quinn, who's um, Eddie Munson from Stranger Things. Apparently, they're also both in this movie, but they had been previously announced. I think I knew Denzel was in it. I don't know if I would have remembered that off the top of my head. I did not realize Joseph Quinn, Eddie Munson was in it. Yeah. So cool. I'll give it to Brokaw. Why not? Yeah. Brokaw. I think all of those actors were were good in their respective things. So <laughs> and again, Martin Scorsese, I'm thinking about quitting acting. So yeah, we, I can, I, we can work something out if you want to talk me back into it. Uh, bro government. Holden finally Quentin Tarantino announced on his podcast that Rick Dalton, who is Brad Pitt's character from once upon a time in Hollywood has just died. This fictional character has has just died in the year 2023. Um, But apparently he announced on his podcast called The Video Archives, which he co-hosts with the co-writer of Pulp Fiction, Mm -hmm. uh, Roger Avery. Uh, He apparently wrote a whole fake book about Rick Dalton's whole career and all the fake movies that he was in with fake reviews of those fake movies and stories about that, which is just fun world building, but also kind of just silly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I I, I saw kind of like tweets reacting to this news yesterday. I was like, what is this? Why are people saying this? Is this just something the internet decided? But yeah, Quentin Tarantino said it. I guess it's true. Rest yeah. in peace, Rick Dalton. Rest in peace, Rick two Dalton. Two thumbs up for his... Uh, two Thomas... Two Thomas... Thomas, two thumbs up, Brokaw. Thomas, That's how you say it. Thomas, two thumbs up, Brokaw. There we for go. For you, Rick Dalton, on your wonderful life. Um, you killed your wife, though. All right. <laughs> oh, I did. I, I feel I don't know if I mentioned on the podcast. I bought I bought the book of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'm going to re- start reading that. Apparently in the book, though, they do confirm that he killed his wife <laughs> or something. <laughs> so not uh, ambiguous. Yeah. So Quentin Tarantino just stalling until he has to make his final movie. 
But uh, I'll give it, yeah, Thomas two thumbs up, broke on his life. Holden, that is finally the end of the Toms. Wait, we- is Rick Dalton Brad Pitt's character? Rick Dalton, yeah. Oh, for some reason I was thinking it was Leo DiCaprio's character. Well, it no. What? Did I put the name wrong? Rick Dalton. That is Leonardo. No, it's Leonardo DiCaprio's character. <laughs> Jimmy, yet again, doing it, it wrong. I was going to say, jeez, sorry. What's Brad Pitt's character's name? I can't remember. I've only seen it once four years ago. I need to see that Could movie again. All right. Well, cool. finally, thank you, Holden, for correcting me, though. I appreciate it. <laughs> Someone's got to do it. Uh, don't want to spread mis- misinformation. All right. Yeah, of course. Okay. Now we can finally go on, though, to our non-spoiler review of Fast 10, unless you have something to say. I just wanted to say uh, we're getting a PlayStation State of Play this week. So oh, boy. Buckle up. That'll be next week. Some tog next week. Some tog next week, our famous segment. Beholden, he's got his Lego. What is it? Uh, it's a Nissan something. I don't know my cars. It is, uh, the Paul, I got a little Paul Walker in here. It's him. Oh, his hair came off. Holden um, is removing the car sh- windshield and he's, I'm yeah, describing for it for the, our audio yeah, listeners. Sorry. We do have a video version now. If you weren't aware. Um, yeah, this is Paul Walker. Um, he, it's his car from too fast, too furious. Dual molded arms. That's premium. Yeah. Right. It's, it's pretty yeah. cool looking. Yeah, that's a pretty cool looking car. Yeah, it's I, this was like a twenty dollars set, something like that. Um, I thought about bringing. I have a the hundred dollar uh, Vin Diesel car that's like huge. Maybe I'll bring it for the next Fast and Furious movie. Dodge but it Charger, seems, right? Yeah, Dodge Charger. But it was really big, and I was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'll just bring the small one. We today. have this small folding table. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, all right. Let's dive into our non-spoiler review of Fast Ten. Coming at you right now. And All we're right. back. Holden's hydrated. I am. I got my glass of water. And I, Jimmy, uh, last time he mentioned, he's like, yeah, you know, we should, before we cut, we should, you know, watch where we're positioned and then we can keep it consistent. But then I go and do something like get a glass of water and it yeah. just breaks the immersion. <laughs> Fast and Furious 10, Holden. I need to pull up a synopsis. Well, it's, uh, all, it's, about ju- family. it's all about family. It's the uh, 10th movie in the Fast and Furious series, 11th in the franchise, because you got Hobbs and Shaw thrown in there. Which is, Um, I hate that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Over over many missions and against impossible odds, Dom Toretto and his family have outsmarted and outdriven, nice, every foe Mm -hmm. in their path. Now they must confront the most lethal opponent they've ever faced. Fueled by revenge, a terrifying threat emerges from the shadows of the past to shatter Dom's world and destroy everything and everyone. He loves. Wow. Yeah. Uh, movie is directed by uh, Louis Leterrier. Yeah, Louis Leterrier, I think I is how it is. Yep. Yeah. French director. Um, he, I, his previous movies seem to be very mediocre. Um, I, he did like some of the transporter movies, which I've never seen. Jason Statham star vehicles from the 2000s. He did the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> is that the, which one? Is that's that the, the uh, that's the MCU one. Okay. The MCU one. Um, it's pretty mediocre. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know any of the other ones though. I, I didn't really see any others, but, um, it's also like the eighth most expensive movie ever made. 
something like that. Oh, that's it's right, because like, this this movie went through a lot in the development. Because yeah. Justin Lin, just like I'm out. I, yeah, I there were some creative with differences with Justin Lin. Uh, he's still on as a producer and screenwriter, so his name is is still attached. But yeah, within the first like couple weeks of shooting, he dipped, and then there was yeah, there's that whole thing we mentioned where like there was like a week or two where they just didn't have a director. And so they were just like wasting money that whole time because they had to like pay everyone that yeah. like wasn't able to work. So yeah, budget of $340 million. That is Holy a crap. lot of <laughs> money. <laughs> wow. It's so much money. And uh seems to be doing pretty well. I mean, I was, I honestly, I was kind of worried about it uh, going into this weekend because I think opening night, it was kind of me- mediocre, but within first couple of days, it's at 318 million that's the china money probably (laughs) i'm just saying like no china makes china gives a lot of money to these movies because yeah yeah, big these movies are big in china that's where they make most of their money no well there we go um (laughs) holden this is exactly what a fast and furious movie probably should be Mm -hmm. a lot of really bad writing bad acting lots of explosions and car chases and ridiculousness everybody's just loves each other so much. Mm-hmm. Um, just an over-the-top villain played by Jason Momoa, who knocks it out of the park. He is so much fun to watch. He's Jay- a scene stealer. Jason Momoa in this movie is just throwing everything at the wall. He is. <laughs> he is. He, he came in and probably you know writer director are like, all right, we need you to play an unhinged villain. He's like, you know what? I'm going to play all the unhinged villains. I'm just going to do everything. And it is really funny. It's just like an amalgamation of like different like unhinged characters. There's a lot of Heath Ledger Joker in there, like inspiration. I would say, I would say it's like Jason Momoa. We want you to be a villain who mm-hmm. just doesn't care about anything, but we want you to have the mannerisms of Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like all over the place, just woo a lot of yeah. He has and just dancing and symphony. He's and having love. yeah. He's he's like referencing ballet he's like yeah. he's dancing around he's singing he's he, he does a lot of very funny things in this movie yeah. and it's so it is it's bizarre because like the character who he, it's not a spoiler this is like in the trailer but like he's the son of the villain from fast five and that character i don't remember a ton about him, but I just remember he's just kind of like this no nonsense like you know criminal uh you know underworld guy and this guy is his son. He's just like completely different. Like there's no overlap there. It's yeah. very funny. He's he's he is probably the best part of the movie. But yeah, there's there's a lot of fun to be had here. It's a globe trotting adventure with they go everywhere. Everybody in is in this movie. I'm like I constantly forget because I Holden has seen them all twice. Mm. Yeah, I have seen nine cops <laughs> and Shaw in this one now. <laughs> And I'm like, I forgot that all these people are in these movies because holy smokes, there are just it's, so many people. It, and see, that's that's something. So these movies, I feel like it's annoying when someone says a movie is critic proof. I don't, I don't necessarily think that should be true for any movie. But these movies, 
um, there's certain things that like you'll have people criticize that then people like me mm-hmm. just think are the charm of these movies. Yeah. Like, and I, one of those things are these, the, just the stuffed cast. There are way too many people in here. <laughs> like, there's just, <laughs> there's obviously too many people in this movie for the movie to focus on. We, we'll talk about that in spoilers some, but I think that just adds to the charm of this, of these movies. The, the casts are just so huge with a lot of different stars and, they're, they're all, I mean, they're not all the most, most of them aren't the most well-written characters or anything, but they all have like personality and everything and mm-hmm. they're, they're very fun. And so I, yeah, I just, I love it. it and people are like, oh, they keep adding new characters. Why do they keep doing that? Add more. I don't care. Just keep <laughs> going at stuff it more with more characters. I think that's fun. With these I want movies. Steve, I want Steven Spielberg to be in there. Yeah. Come on guys, <laughs> get in the car. <laughs> his, his, his Oscar reactions. <laughs> it's all about family, Dom. It <laughs> just Dom's grandpa. <laughs> That'd be good. grandpa. I didn't know you was still alive. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, um, I mean, we can we can kind of cover some of the cast real quick. Uh, Vin Diesel, just a brick wall, like usual. Just <laughs> I love how everybody just universally loves his character too. Yeah, they're like, just, Dom, you're just the best man. You're just such a bro. He's so great, and he's just like has lacks any charisma in these movies. <laughs> it's so weird because like Vin Diesel is like a good actor in other things. I think. I think. But he's just like in, in these movies, he, and he, he has his charm in these movies because he just takes everything so seriously. But he's also just kind of bad in these movies. <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez is always phenomenal. Yeah. I think she's great. She's got such charisma, and you just like, man, I want her on my team. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> she's great. John Cena is excellent. I thought John Cena was another one that that yeah. did a great job. He's he's kind of doing his his John Cena thing. Um he 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 kind of is approaching the rock status where he kind of has like a shtick that he likes to do, but it's it hasn't worn thin yet. He's very good at it. I thought when Brie Larson's character first came in her performance was very cardboard and wooden, but then it got better, but it was like first I'm like, wow, these yeah. lines are really <laughs> badly delivered. She was not in the movie like very much. Serious dialogue. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this is really funny to hear you say these things. But um again, I, I had a lot of fun with with a lot of the cast. Of course, you got all the side characters doing all oh, the side character things. And yeah. the guy who plays Han, I don't know his name, but yeah, Soon Kang. Yeah, he's great too. Tyrese Gibson, Ludacris, all of them. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Missande lady. Yeah. I did. Was she in, she was in F9, right? I yeah, just did she, not realize she that. Came she came in, Missandei. I think, F's in Furious 7. Okay. Has been in since. Makes sense. Been part of the family since then. Um, the Charlize Theron, right? Cypher. Yeah. Been yeah. in here since 8. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of good actors in here. Most of them do not get very much time. I would say, like, the most you get is Vin Diesel and, and, uh, Jason Momoa, right? Like the two biggest stars in it probably yeah. in terms of screen time and i think the kid does a pretty good job yeah it's supposed to be dom and what's 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 um liddy or something letty yeah La dom and letty's kid well in lore uh it's actually uh, letty is not his biogra- biological mom biographical, biographical. Mom. <laughs> uh she the there's another character in this who's new a street racer character and her sister 
had a fling with Dom while uh, Dom thought Luddy was dead in fast four through five. <laughs> so, and then, uh, and then they get back together. He gets back together with uh, Michelle Rodriguez. And then in eight, it's revealed that the former lover had a kid and Cypher killed her. Wow. So there's some there's some Fast and Furious lore for you. Jimmy. There we go. Filling Context. in a lot. I will forget <laughs> it all by the time <laughs> F11 comes out. But look, I mean, there's a lot of ridiculousness in this. Honestly, my my biggest gripe with the whole thing is they just show too much in the trailers. I, 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 just, yeah. I would love to see these things for all for the first time when I'm watching the movie, because I feel like half the joy of these movies, not half, but like a quarter of the joy of these movies is taken away just from seeing the trailers. But um, yeah, I no, guess theoretically I could just avoid the trailers, but it's kind of hard to when we do a podcast about them. So. No, I agree. I think the the funniest and most exciting bits are the bits we didn't, we don't really see in the trailer. Um, and that, that went for F9 too, because uh, I mean, the part that you were dying laughing at in F9 just wasn't in the trailer. <laughs> so <laughs> we didn't know it was coming. Uh, and there's there's a couple you know big action things in this in this movie that aren't in the trailer that I thought were, were pretty entertaining. But yeah, a lot of the a lot of the stuff from the trailer it was like yeah we know we know he he crashes two helicopters into each other. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, do you have really anything else to say before I? I mean, there's a lot of just things I want to talk about in spoilers, specific moments that are just silly and ridiculous, and things I want to talk about. Anything anything you want to say left in our non spoiler review, Homer? Uh, no, not really. I mean, it's, it's just one of those things where if you're not on board with these movies yet, I don't, this is not going to get you on board with it. Like it's, it's a series that you're either with it or you're not at this point. Um, but yeah, as you said, writing is, is, is pretty bad, but also lends to it being absolutely hilarious a lot of yeah. the time <laughs> it, it adds six, like this movie would be worse if it was written better like yeah, honestly no, like yeah. I, the fact that it is so badly and cheesily written enhances the movie going experience mm-hmm. uh, the other thing i'll say is just it's super long it's like two and a half hours but it's fast paced yeah you um, don't really feel it there there was like one point where i thought the movie was going to end at a certain point i was like wow that's really sh- it feels really short but it the fact that it kept going did not bother me I did fall asleep during one scene, but I was going to fall asleep sometime in this movie because I was tired. Yeah. So I'm surprised you woke back up. I was worried I was going to have to cover the second half of this movie <laughs> alone on the podcast. No, I just need a few minute power nap and then I'm good. And uh, I think I picked a right, a good scene to do it. So yeah, you picked the most pointless scene to do it. Yeah, sweet. So we'll the, talk the about the worst it. scene. We'll talk about it in spoilers. Holden will fill me in. And uh, what are you going to rate this out of 10, Holden? Um, I think I give it a six. Honestly, um, in terms of my rankings, I, I almost made a whole fast That's and a little ranking. Lo- I thought you would go a little higher than that. I, yeah, I don't okay, but here's the deal. Six maybe as a movie, but as a Fast and Furious movie, what are you going to rank it out of 10? Or does it just make sense to just rank it I, in I feel terms like six, of the other movies? I feel like six is kind of my middle ground between the two. If I already got a Fast and Furious, it's probably like an eight. Um, the... In, in terms of my rankings, this is probably like middle of the road, Fast and Furious. It's it's better middle than middle of the road. Middle of the road. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's 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 better than uh, it's better than some of them. Um, well, that thank you for defining. Yeah. That. <laughs> I did not get that with middle of the road. Is no, it better than no. nine? Yeah, I think so. I think it's probably. better than nine. Although I liked nine more the second time, like I said last week. So I don't know. Maybe these movies. I think these movies, honestly, rewatching all of them, <laughs> I thought they've gotten better the second time. So <laughs> I think that's gone for all of them. Oh, my. Hobbs and Shaw as well. All right. Well, I'm going to say 
obviously, look, if you're on board, if you're on the fast track with these movies, you're going to like this one too, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just everything you would want in a Fast and Furious movie. I don't. I haven't heard anybody be like, man, I don't like this. I'm a Fast and Furious fan. I don't like Fast 10. Have yeah. you heard anybody say that? No, and all the negative things I've seen online, it's just like people like, oh, this series has jumped the shark. It's like... Where have you been? Like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? It's those are probably the people that have not watched since like Tokyo Drift and and have slowly seen it go more absurd. And they're like, God, I don't want to watch these. I wish it was still about street racing. There is street racing in this. I yeah. mean, not really, but kind of. Every one of these movies, aside from Hobbs and Shock, because it's a spinoff, every one of these movies has to shoehorn in a street racing scene. Each yeah. of them has one, and it's so like half the time when they do it, it feels so like unnecessary <laughs> like it's that did seem like a very pointless part of the movie. yeah but it's it's just kind of like it, i think it's obligation but it's kind of funny at this point to see where they'll where they'll put it in all right what's the race <laughs> my, my uh vin diesel and my mike airman trout sound are very close you don't want to do that <laughs> a pimento sandwich um yeah look it i honestly think if you haven't even seen any of them and you're like, that looks kind of silly and ridiculous. Go for it. I think it'd be kind of fun just to be thrown in it into it too, because like, <laughs> who cares? Honestly, it's enhanced if you have seen them all, yeah. but if you haven't, it's still hilarious to just watch all these characters who don't really have any depth. Yeah. <laughs> to I kind of I, I want to know like what, what it's like for Jimmy to watch these. Cause I mean the series, as I've mentioned before, the series is obsessed with its own continuity. So there's like just so many references to other things, but, um, yeah, no, just if Jimmy's like watching it, not picking up on it all. I feel like it's almost like the closest thing in the United States we have to like Bollywood movies where it's just like yeah. insane stuff happening. So many characters who cares about the, what's <laughs> going on we just need musical numbers really at this point. I so. want to, I want to credit uh cosmonaut variety hour on YouTube. Who's a YouTuber. I, mm-hmm. I like to watch actively. Um, the, he made a uh, fast and furious video a few years ago where he describes it as like live action anime. Okay. Like, yeah, I can <laughs> see that too. It's, um, but yeah, it's just very over the top and, and very silly. Um, I, what was I was about to have some deep insight oh, about it. I can't man. remember. You'll remember in spoilers. That's going to be our tease. Yeah. Holden, let's dive into our spoiler review of Fast 10. If you don't want to hear these spoilers, of course, oh, time no, codes in the description. Holden's going to save it for our spoiler review. So okay, go watch fine. it. Then uh, watch our spoiler review or keep listening if you are on your podcast. All right. Spoiler review starting now. All right. Um, what I was going to say, uh, this movie is, it, I think it was kind of like a joke going in thinking this, but it really is like the infinity war of, <laughs> of this series. <laughs> like, if you think about it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like it, it's culminating. Yeah. It's culminating in a way it's uh, you know, big threat that was apparently there the whole time, but not hinted at at all. Jason you Momoa know, Jason is the <laughs> Thanos yeah, yes. of this franchise. <laughs> it's like the, the gigantosaurus. It's the, the Joker. It's like the or whatever from Jurassic World. <laughs> yeah, the Joker of the Jurassic World franchise. Um, no, but it, I mean, we. I, I feel like we'll try to go in order, but just to justify my opinion, it like, I mean, so many people you think die at the end of this movie and everything. Oh, know, yeah. They're, they're just going to come back. and They're not dead. Yeah, no, they're not dead. <laughs> no one's dead in this series. Until we see their bodies like literally charred, yeah. explode. 
We need to see like a gunshot wound that like and see the life leave their eyes. Like what happened to Dom's former lover character? Like I don't remember what what she said. Chris Hemsworth's wife. She said, "Oh no, I'm I'm about to die. I'm very furious." (laughs) Uh, That happened so fast. Um, I don't. I just have random thought. This I just wrote a bunch of things down when I got home from the theater. So these are my notes. They're not going to be in order. What happens at the beginning of this movie, Holden? It's the Fast Five sequence, right? Yeah. I have not seen Fast Five. How similar is this to the Fast Five opening? Well, I mentioned to you, I think like pretty much everything that isn't with Jason Momoa or there's the actor who plays his dad also came back and did did some scenes, it seems. Um, But I think anything without those two is like probably just cut from the the first or like footage from the uh, fifth movie. Which it honestly, I it went on long enough. I was like, are they just gonna play this whole scene? Like, I was like, are they just gonna do the? Which that sequence is very long. It wouldn't wouldn't have made sense if they to do that, but it did go on for a while. Um, but you get some Paul Walker and and Vin Diesel, and yeah. So I think it's it's a mix. But they do it. I mean, all things considered, it's pretty seamless. Like I, I don't think it's like the most jarring thing which is weird to say for a Fast and Furious movie, compliment them about reusing old footage. But I mean, as someone who hasn't seen it, I could tell they were using old footage, but I did not know what was old and what was new. I had no idea, except when Jason Momoa showed up. (laughs) Yeah, this is clearly new. (laughs) He's not in that movie. Um, But yeah, no, I thought that opening sequence was pretty good. I mean, they, they like to do an exciting opening action sequence, so that was a different way to do it. But establish Jason Momoa's threat. And then we have a big barbecue Holden. Oh, yes. Rita Moreno. I Plus. forgot she was in these movies. <laughs> no, she's like, not. This is the first one. She's this in. is the one she's. Oh, I thought she was just an established character. No, she's not. And she's okay. in one scene in this movie. <laughs> I <just laughs> sworn she was in F9. Maybe I don't I'm think crazy. so. No, she. Yeah, she's. It's bizarre because she I, I, I remember seeing she was in it and she was in the trailer. I was like, OK, is she like going to be in at least a couple scenes? No. But no, she's in one scene. She's their their grandmother, their abuela. Um. And yeah, it's, it is weird. Cause like most of the times the, the barbecue scene is at the end of the movie, but I mean, we know how a movie ends. Like you can't really have a barbecue after that. Well, there was a barbecue. But yeah. Of, yeah. The half the characters. <laughs> no, they're not dead. They're alive. But of the plane, yeah, the, you know, families getting all together, you know, it's like, uh, they're like, uh, little little Brian's like, oh, I gotta get there before Uncle Roman eats all the whatever. You know, they're they're all just one big happy family. Yeah, and you burst me the potato salad. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's just Mike Erman Trout. <laughs> like it doesn't even sound like Vin Diesel at this point. <laughs> no, it sounds like the SNL guy doing the Vin Diesel. I'm always thumping. Oh yeah, you know what I'm right. <laughs> Um. Yeah, but I mean that that scene. I always like the barbecue scenes. They're always kind of stupid, but like they're. I mean, it's, <laughs> but that's the point. That's the point. It's fun. He brings you back to all the characters and yeah. everything. They have just moment of levity, you know. And most of the intentional jokes aren't very funny, but no. like, <laughs> and that's when and the, the, it's funny because of that. Yeah, <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I was just laughing during a serious moment in this movie. I was just <laughs> giggling. Yeah, like I was just like, Pfft. well, I think like one of the funniest ones, I think it was this movie. It had to have been this movie when they were like in the house. And then like little Brian is like, it's like, it's, it's something about like heaven or what? What? 
he asks something about like heaven. I'm not, it's, I'm thinking of the line from the creator trailer. It's like, <laughs> like who goes to heaven? I don't think it was that, but it, like, I think it, it could, this could be another movie too. I like, there's, there's several scenes like this in this series, but Vin Diesel's just like, you know, I like, he says something about God and then immediately says something about himself. Like it, it almost seems like he's like comparing himself. It's very mm-hmm. funny. Like just the way it's written. You know, a gun would drive a Dodge Charger. And that's why I drive one. <laughs> and I'm going to heaven and so are you, son. <laughs> that's the exact line. <laughs> there are some great lines in here. I wrote down, I don't remember the specific, I paraphrased, but <laughs> at the end, you made one mistake. You didn't, you know, you took away my family. You took away my kid. You took away my freedom, but you made you one mistake. mistake. You didn't take my car. Which, yeah, that, that is a, a pretty big oversight. The cars are their superpowers. So, like, they why, are. I love like, while they're in the giant carrier plane bomber thing, and then they just have the Dodge Charger yeah. in there. <laughs> um,. <laughs> You're going to have faith. And it's the cross necklace. I'm like, wow, this is great. The only Rome, you know, is Roman noodles or whatever the line was. That was the first. That was really good. That was, that, that, that was at the uh, at the barbecue. Or Charlize Theron when she's like, I met the devil yesterday. I, I, to be honest with you, I was a little disappointed. I thought it was me or whatever. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> That is good. Jason Momoa having like (laughs) all the people's family members and all that. Just such a great stupid villain thing to do. And then all they just all immediately turn on. Yes. (laughs) On Cypher. He somehow found out who all was working for and everything. And then he's like, there's like the scene where he's like painting the dead people's nails and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) he's just like unhinged in like every way he's like i said jason momo is just doing whatever he's having a great time he's having so much i honestly think you take heath ledger's joker and jim carrey's riddler and just have jason momo playing the amalgamation of those in the fast yeah that's pretty close i'd say like i could see him saying oh b12 that's my favorite vitamin like i could see this character saying that (laughs) honestly i've never seen batman returns you've never seen batman or batman forever batman forever oh well I've seen the first, second, and fourth of those movies. That is the fourth. No, that's the third one. Yeah. Mm. Well, you're missing Joel Schumacher. You're missing out. Mm. Um, let's see what I, Dom. <laughs> they go to Rome, Olin. Yes. Dom Toretto saves the Vatican. Oh, Thank goodness. The, okay, that's one of the things I thought was so funny is like J- Jason Momoa just decides to blow up the Vatican to like piss Dom off. That's like the whole, like he's just like, you know what? Why not the Vatican? <laughs> he's got a cross necklace. I mean, yeah, that, like, yeah. It's, it wasn't like part of the plan initially. He's just like, oh, what could I blow up? Everybody got a plan. <laughs> um, um, but great. yeah, Jason, he, he's uh, that whole ball rolling sequence, very fun. Um, they claim that some of that ball is real, maybe like one or two shots. Yeah, there was. I was like, I was waiting for it to be real. I'm like, this isn't real. This isn't real. Not like a little real. Yeah, like one. Yeah, one or two shots. <laughs> like they just made a giant paper. Well, mache I mean, ball. obviously the real shot was the one where Vin Diesel f- flies into the crane that moves it around. <laughs> that was so funny. The, that, <laughs> like they should have had it stop and do like the Sherlock Holmes thing where it's like <laughs> he sees the angles and okay. he's doing the math and <laughs> Dom Toretto doing the math in his head. So you mentioned it's that a, this slight tangent. There's um, I don't. The fourth movie is probably my least favorite because it's like the it's like the a weird in-between movie that doesn't quite know what it is but like the best part of that movie is when uh 
like Letty is in a deadly car crash and like Vin Diesel like goes to the side, uh, the side of the crash is like trying to figure out what happens. And oh he's no, able Letty. To, like, he like reconstructs it in his head. He has like a <laughs> Sherlock moment where he just like sees it happen in front of him. It's, it's the, very funny. It's like the Arkham origin yeah, it's, scene it's analyzer like thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, that, that crane thing is probably, that was probably like the funniest like action thing in the movie that wasn't spoiled in like the trailer or anything. Yeah. It was a little reminiscent of the F nine when they like uh rope across the yeah. chasm a little bit. But just like him hitting the crane and then him like the <laughs> way he it, hits that wall. It's just like he like no like I mean obviously no one would be alive at any point in these movies, but like he hits that wall so hard. <laughs> like they don't even try to make it look soft or anything. And then it's the slowest explosion shockwave of yeah. all time. The <laughs> blast runs wave. away from it. You're not going to get me explosion. I did. Well, the other thing I thought was funny about that, that sequence is the ball is rolling and it just is somehow rolling to the Vatican. Like it, it's just like, it is so far away initially and it's just somehow rolling there. Like, it's downhill. And, and there's the one bit where it like stops and then it like barely gets tapped. And it's like, it felt like a comedy thing where then it just kept going. Like, it was so it's so funny. Letty's um, just getting arrested and she's like, oh, no. Yeah. No. What are you doing? No. <laughs> Gotta stop on, the bomb. Um, yeah. Roman uh, Roman was leading the crew. He's not very good at it. That was his whole bit this movie. He's yeah. wanting to be a leader. Yeah. Um, and then they're finally at the end. They're like, you know what, Roman? You're a leader. Yeah. And that was nice. That was good character development. It was, it, you know what? It it felt similar, but it was better than like the, you know, the MODOK becoming an Avenger thing. Yeah. Quantumania. It, it kind of had like a similar feeling, but it was, it was a lot better because <laughs> it was funny at least. <laughs> remember that? That was yeah, bad. Yeah. You remember? I remember. <laughs> I, re- I remember when I, MODOK became an Avenger. It's getting worse. <laughs> Somehow. Uh, Holden. doesn't sound like either of them. <laughs> Uh, there's a res- the Brazil street race where they're racing, and then Jason Momoa <laughs> just blows them up. Well, I like how the well, bombs is it are like already a proximity thing. Like, don't get too far away, and then they'll blow up. But then he can also blow them up. Well, I wasn't that, sure what the mechanism no, was. Okay, so it it seemed initially to me it seemed like okay, so somehow he's gonna see Vin Diesel chooses one of them. And then he's gonna blow up the other one. Okay, but it seems good, like good. Good move for a jigsaw there. You know, kind well, of the, thing. well, no, but it, it wasn't that because what ended up happening was like he hit the one lady's car, and then the bomb flew off when he hit it. Oh yeah. So it was like they were gonna go off. So what if like what if he hit the car and it just the bomb didn't come off? Like and then they just <laughs> both would have died. I guess I don't know. But that's the thing. I'm. Like, I thought it was like, oh, you have to stay within a certain amount of distance because the other guy sped up a lot at the beginning. He's like, oh, what's going to happen? Well, that was that whole him speeding up was uh, there's there's a whole uh, ongoing thing in these movies where you can't use NOS too early. You can't use NOS too early because then you're going to lose. And so that's why he sped ahead. I don't think I had anything Mm -hmm. to do. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Okay, I got it now. I'll I'll keep that in my notes for the next one. Let's see. What else we got here? We got um, John Cena's performance as kind of the uncle, Uncle Jacob. Yeah, it was kind of he, he's kind of a babysitter role. He, oh, also his his fight scene in the house was yeah. very funny, too. Yeah, like, he like <laughs> throws a guy through the floor, the floor water, yeah. and then he has to jump down through the floor to get to the other one. That's pretty yeah, great. Yeah, it's him and Jordana Brewster, who plays Mia. That's Brian's uh, Paul Walker's wife in the universe. Okay, so. Paul Walker is still alive in these movies, but not in the movie, obvious for obvious reasons. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. He's dead. <laughs> Thank you, Holman. Um, but yeah, that, that, that was a lot of fun. I I really liked him being with the kid and the whole like, oh, no swearing or whatever, unless it's this or this. <laughs> they had like the rocket car at the end or whatever. The, the RPG rocket car. car. Oh my God, the rocket car. That was the other bit. Okay, so, you know, he sacrifices himself at the end. Hilarious. Yeah, we'll see if he... Hopefully it was so alive. funny. It was like... I don't. I hope he's not actually dead. I hope that wasn't that character's death because it was so hard to feel sad or anything because he just does like a rocket jump. <laughs> it's so like <laughs> it's so funny yeah. when he did that. I was I yeah. I didn't laugh because I didn't want to laugh at that point, but I was in my in my mind. I was laughing. It's such a fleeting moment too. It's like yeah. oh no, okay, let's go on with the rest <laughs> of the movie now. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he was he was very good. Liked him a lot. Yeah, I I really liked that. And just like the kids, like we're gonna meet up with dad, right? And he's like, "Dad's probably dead, kid." Yeah. <laughs> but he's, yeah. I thought, I thought he's funny. John Cena, he's uh, really proven himself to be a really funny comedic actor. Mm-hmm. Um, very I, enjoyable. I liked enjoyable. him carrying the, that like plane thing into like the the hotel or airport or whatever. It looked like it. Well, we thought it was a kayak at the time. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So big. I he's just like carrying it over thing. his shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. I like that too. A lot of fun. Good thing it wasn't the height or whatever he says. Yeah. <laughs> I would be, I would have pooped my pants if I was on that thing. Um, the kid just floats in between the cars when he like jumps out of the car into the other car. That's oh, so really good. funny. It's so good. Physics Wait, defying. The, amazing. Anytime someone jumps from car to car in these movies, it, it gets better <laughs> each time. <laughs> And Dom just drops out of a plane. I mean, it's in the trailer. A lot of that's what my big thing is. A lot of that final sequence is just in the trailer. The helicopters, him dropping out onto the 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 highway like that. Yeah, which is disappointing that they did that. But I mean, it would have been a lot better if they landed the plane on the highway and just the plane was the car. I just also (laughs) have to say, Dom is like the worst parent like in the world because he's like he like. He throws that helicopter because he's like twisting around. He throws that helicopter at, at Dante's car. car that his son is in. And he just happens to know that it's just going to hit the front of the car. And little Brian, he's really good okay. at physics. Yeah. And they established that earlier in the movie that it's he's true. good at physics. Okay. Yeah. Don't even worry about it. You <laughs> weren't paying attention. where it's going to go <laughs> <laughs> with the whole Vatican thing. All right. Um, yeah. I mean, it's still silly and fun and, and just crazy. I, I love it. Um, one thing that was like in a later trailer, I think, was the whole driving down the dam. That was, was in the Super Bowl bit. Yeah, I, I didn't, I, I remember like seeing it fleetingly. I don't think I was paying attention to that trailer during the Super Bowl. Um, you were too focused on the game. As yeah, yeah. that wasn't on at the time. Yeah, because it was a. Well, you show. were just like, man, how is Kansas City gonna? Go, you know, I couldn't have named either team that was in the Super Bowl this <laughs> Philadelphia, year. Philadelphia, they're 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 both playing well. Who's gonna win? Uh, no, I uh, so I kind of remembered it was there, but I yeah, I didn't really remember how it went about, and so it was that was still fun, and it was a good good little finale, nonsensical, bit. amazing, yeah. great. <laughs> um, but then hold on, we got to talk about the the villain change. Uh, of the oh, yeah. how the double agent it was like in crystal skull where that you have the one guy mac or whatever who yeah. like changes sides like four times this one he only changes twice i guess but he's like well i guess you're a good guy now dumb or whatever and they're on the the one bridge yeah he's uh what was it i recognized him from something oh he was he's that he's the star of that like jack reacher amazon series oh Okay. Which I've never seen. I just remember seeing trailers for it, but so 
Yeah, very bit large man. Very large man. Um, but similar he, build to Holden and myself. Yes, of course. Very no, he, large man. He was he was very. I, I liked him a lot, at least his performance and everything. But it was his twist was very funny. He he ends up blowing up that plane and. Then it does it does the thing where it goes back to like the 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 <laughs> beginning of the movie the the flashback to Fast Five and he's just there, which I think is funny because there's the one shot where it like goes through the whole like mm-hmm. shows the save. I don't know if that's in Fast Five. I don't. Uh, no, I don't think so. At least not in that way. Because it looks terrible. Yeah. I mean, it looks bad. <laughs> and I thought it was funny they returned to that and he just steps they, out they do to it the like side. In reverse too, because like at the beginning of the movie, it like pulls out while Jason Momoa <laughs> is like standing there, and then when it like when we go back to it at the end, yeah. it goes back in, and yeah. then the guy walks in from <laughs> off the screen. <laughs> yeah, I just was waiting for the. It was very good. It kind of reminded me of the end of Tomb Raider. The Alicia Vikander one where it had like a plot twist just for like no reason. Dude, I don't. And I don't remember. I don't remember what it was either. Okay. But I just remember it was <laughs> I'll funny. Take your word for it. I think it was like Trinity is behind something or something at the end Trinity. of that. It's like you're you're you actually signed these papers for Trinity. <laughs> we oh, got yeah, you through the law. Right. Yeah. We got you in a contract, Laura. <laughs> yeah, tell no, what you're signing, Laura. <laughs> but Sorry. it's. No, it just makes it it's, makes it funnier that uh, Jason Momoa he's been manipulating everything this whole time. Yeah, and it, yeah, and it's it, so the guy blows up the plane that like Roman, uh, Tej, and and all of them are in. Mm-hmm. Obviously dead. Yeah, except they aren't. Yeah, they aren't. Dead. I can't wait for the beginning scene of the next movie for them to be like, "We got to bail out of the plane, man!" And then <laughs> they have to like drive out of the plane. Well, that's it's and then they get into a car and a chase sequence of their own at the beginning. Do you think they're gonna be? Do you think Fast and Furious has enough taste to uh, in the next for the next movie's poster to not include any of those characters? Do the end game thing? No, no, <laughs> they're just gonna be on the they're poster. Just they're just gonna be back. <laughs> That'll be like the first thing, like in the trailer. Vinny's will be like, I thought you guys were dead. I thought you guys didn't make it, but I'm going because you're well, my Well, yeah, because the last movie spawned that Han was alive. Or spoiled that Han was alive. because he did. Was, yeah, he was like, he was supposed to be dead. Yeah. I remember Everyone he was supposed to be dead. Yeah. Because he died in Tokyo Drift. Which is three. Yeah, but takes place after six. <laughs> I'm not joking, <laughs> dude. He was in four through five or four through six as part of Dom's crew. And mm. then, uh, but he had died in Tokyo drift already. So they like retroactively put <laughs> Tokyo drift after six. And it's very funny because everyone in Tokyo drift has like flip phones. Yeah. <laughs> so. nice. Um, and Jason Momoa had a flip phone in this. So what year is this taking? place it that's true i don't i guess i don't know it's i don't understand the timeline like at least the the time jumps in between movies because like little brian in this how old how old would you say he is the kid i don't know eight nine yeah i I mean i guess maybe these movies might take place in real time with how they're released in real life because i feel no idea i don't know because what uh, he was he was a baby in the eighth one, which came out in like 2018. I don't know. Yeah, maybe not. I maybe think he's older than John. six. Yeah. But I don't know. Um, one thing we got to talk about is <laughs> that shot towards the end when, when he oh activates the Nas and it's like up his forearm uh, and like, like through the engine. He's bulging muscles. He's and connected to the car. They are one. They are one in the same. 
Um, yeah. So one of the highlights of these movies is there's always a NOS shot in a lot of these where uh -huh. it'll go into the car and it'll show the NOS activating. This is the best NOS shot of all the <laughs> movies because it does a lot more than that. It's so funny. I, so I if someone know. else says that, oh, no, this movie has it, you say, no, no, NOS shot. That That is the best one. That what? didn't work. NOS shot. It's supposed to be like no shot, but it's NOS shot. That doesn't work, Jimmy. It doesn't work. I, I wouldn't say it. no shot anyway. What is it? No shot. <laughs> um, I, you know what, Holden? I, I swung and missed. Yeah. Strike, You've been doing that a lot strike. this episode. You know, I so. have. I'm re I'm thinking about quitting acting, Martin Scorsese. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, 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 this was fun. It was a lot of fun. Much more enjoyable for me than Fast 9. Um, so... We didn't mention um, Michelle Rodriguez, like in Antarctic and yeah. all of that. So they, I know they go there in like eight or whatever, because there's the sub, right? Yeah, there's, I, I don't know if that's, I think that's Russia that they go to. Oh, that's Russia. Well, yeah. it looks the same to me. Yeah. As someone who's only seen the F8, the Fate <laughs> of the Furious trailer, and looks the, the sub same. comes up from the, the ice, I was like, oh, this there's the sub from that movie. Mm-hmm. But it's not. I don't. It's a different. I sub. think they destroy the sub in that movie. So they got another sub. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Um, but I, I wanted to mention, I think that's like most of the hand to hand fights in this are pretty just average or not very good. But the one between Michelle Rodriguez and uh, and Cypher is pretty good. I think yeah. like I mean, that's just because I, I think they're both better like physical performers than most of them the so. enemy of my enemy is you <laughs> <laughs> that's another good line <laughs> um is she gonna be part of the family now is she gonna do Probably something to she killed them? vin diesel's like <laughs> baby mama nothing personal right <laughs> That's okay. Maybe I forgive you if they do the full trilogy maybe after the end of this movie uh it'll be a you know she'll turn out to be the big bad again. And then Jason Momoa will join the family. Yeah. I don't Cause know. Cause he hasn't, he has, he has not killed anyone yet. I, I mean, well, we other, think we think we killed the plane full of people, but I love Jason Momoa as the bad guy of this. He's so good. He's great. <laughs> uh, Holden. I think we could talk about the post credit scene now. Um, yeah. Well, the, uh, the first thing just to men mention uh, with that submarine is that Gal Gadot. Yeah. Gal Gadot is back. Yeah, came out of the sub. Also a character that was presumed to be dead. <laughs> she fell out of a plane. So I don't know how they're going to explain hasn't? that one away. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, she died. She in landed the in the one. invisible plane, right? That's yeah, Wonder Woman's thing. Plane, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's back. But then, yeah, the post credit scene, which I had spoiled for me because it was just like a news thing I saw when I was doing notes for last week. Jimmy somehow avoided it. But I was, I, it was like no one marked it as spoilers or anything. It was kind of annoying. Yeah, I, I missed it. But as soon as you said I, this thing happens, I'm like, it's going to be The Rock, right? Like it's, that's what I was hoping it was going to be. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that it was because, uh, as you know, Hobbs and Shaw is my favorite movie. No, I hate <laughs> that movie. But you said The Rock is great. So I'm excited to see him back. He's, I'll have to check out at least five through seven. Huh? He's, a, he's a highlight of these. He, like, if you, uh, if you think like the lines in these movies are funny, he like everything he says is hilarious. He just <laughs> like, he, I, I don't know, like, I don't know what it is, but everything he says, he's like, what was the, there's one line I always think of. Maybe I'll try to look it up um, while I'm talking, but um, he, his, his big thing is he likes to say some 
Yeah. And Thank you for not, not using the sensor there, Holden. Now I got to mark that, <laughs> even though it's built in. Uh, I, I use the, the B word. He uses the B word a lot. Yeah. Some B word. Some B word. Um, B-I word, not... Yeah, it rhymes with Lilo and Stitch. Yes. There yes. you go. Because Jimmy It's right there, Holden. You can just say, Holden is a... I didn't say anything, but that's how it works. All right? You can practice. Jimmy is a... <laughs> Holden, you son of a gun. He purposely hit the wrong button. I the, hit the megaphone. megaphone. I made it louder. It would be funny if you kept that in. <laughs> but I didn't. I'm not going to. Um, you, you son of a gun. Uh, but yeah, no, he's he's endlessly quotable. I, I really like him. So there we go. Uh, I'm I'm glad that the rock is back. Broca. I know that's yeah. a wrong segment, I, but that's why that's what I'm giving. I it. guess I did want to mention I, or we kind of mentioned after the movie. This is probably because Black Adam failed. Yeah. Like he's <laughs> I'm just playing with Holden's car now. Mm. Oh, OK, nice. No, it's it's probably because Black Adam failed. I like it feels it's it's a post credit scene. It could have been filmed later. He's really the only actor in it. Jason Momoa has a voiceover thing that could be easily done somewhere else. This is, yeah, I feel like this is a late addition. And Hobbs and Dwayne Johnson's like, you know what? I'm back. I need money. I need to still be the highest paid actor in Hollywood. <laughs> and I'm not going to get that from Black Adam, too. Yeah. So come on back, Martha. Join us for the epic finale. All right, I'm excited for Fast Eleven. Uh, I I do want to see five through seven at least before before the last one. So, if not eight as well. Oh, here, uh, here you find is, it. Hold I it. Found, this isn't the same one, um, but why is it not pulling up? Sorry. This makes for excellent viewing and listening. Oh, uh, he, he one of the ones I do like because of the does way this he have says a it. swear word in it. No. Okay. He says, "You just earned yourself a dance with the devil, boy." <laughs> but no there's 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 a lot of well, them. don't spoil all of them i won't okay you'll like them all right sweet looking forward to it are we done here holden i'm trying to think if there's other any fast and furious like fan things i can mention um i don't think so just very very funny had a had a great time with it all right sweet yeah, I think we're good all right, let's go on to our last segment then, which of course, Holden, is what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? All right, Jimmy, uh, this week I uh, watched a few things. One of them, uh, last night, I actually, for the first time, I watched Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny. Have you ever seen it? I have never seen it. Really? No. It was, it, it's... As a movie or like as a comedy, it's kind of whatever, but like the music in it is really good. If you like Jack Black's like band, his stuff. Um, peaches, 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 peaches. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of that. No, um, it, it's the music at least is very funny. Um, and him and the uh, other guy in Tenacious D. I can't remember the guy, the other band member's name, but they're both great. Very good. And it's like early Jack Black. So he's very, looks very young, young looking guy. He's not Jack Gray. Not Jack Gray quite yet. He's Jack, Jack Gray gr now. Yeah, Jack the see him with that beard Jack and everything. He's but looking good. Um, but yeah, I liked that. Um, I also rewatched uh, Wet Hot American Summer. How's Have that? Ever seen I've that? never seen that either. Hilarious. I, I love that movie. That movie is like crucial to um, 
my love for like parody and anti-humor, I think it is just, it's, it's a lot of famous people before they were like really big and everything. Um, but it's, it's very funny. I really like it. Parody of summer camp movies and everything. Nice. Nice. Um, he's pulling out his letterbox. I am pulling out my letterbox. You could just write it down in your notes, Holden, before we start the podcast. So you wouldn't forget forget anything. I just forget that. Um, I actually think that's it for movies. Um, but aside from that TV wise, um, I been watching more Barry to catch up on that. Um, finale is next Sunday. Yeah, it's the same day as Succession, which is they're back to back. I think Barry, it's that's crazy. Nine (laughs) nine Eastern is Succession, ten Eastern is Barry. Um, But yeah, Barry, good, still liking it a lot. We haven't Um, seen any of season four though, right? Neither of us. No, no, no. Because I've heard people don't like season four. Is what I I thought. Really, I I I heard it's maybe not quite as good, but I don't know. I'm. I think at least with how season three adds, I'm I'm gonna watch till to the end because I'm really interested how it's gonna end. But where are you at on your rewatch here? Uh, not like plot episodes wise, into season like, two. Okay, that's probably just behind you. A yeah, bit. that's because I've like two. I've watched like six episodes in season two. Okay. Um, which the Ronnie Lily episode? What was do you think? Amazing, You're right? <laughs> and it's like this is like something I feel like I would aspire to write someday. Like something like this would be like it. It works as like a, its own short film. Mm-hmm. Really, it does. Um, and it's great. And I didn't realize that it was directed, written, and directed by Bill Hader. Yeah, he does. He's written and directed a lot of the show. He does um, a lot of it. So and I, it 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 was great. It was fantastic. It's definitely my favorite episode so far. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, haven't quite gotten to that episode yet again. I'm very excited to, um, other than that, I've mostly just been catching up on certain shows, uh, not succession, but, um, I, I've been like, you like, get one week holding the new season of South park. Uh, finally watched that. Um, yeah, I'm trying to, I feel like there was another one. I can't remember. Um, game wise, uh, I've just been playing kingdom hearts. I'm on the 3ds kingdom hearts, dream drop distance. 3Ds sounds like Kingdom Hearts 3D. You get it? Oh, very clever! I like how they did that with the alliteration. (laughs) Um, it. I like this one quite a bit. I wasn't as hot on it at first. There's like a big mechanic to it that's like, like pet raising, which I wasn't expecting, like a Nintendogs kind of thing almost. Hmm. But it's it honestly adds quite a bit to the game. I'm kind of surprised, liking it a lot. I'm considering just powering through the whole series because I'm like still on a high for it. I think I'm almost done with this one. So we'll see. Might might be still on Kingdom Hearts for a bit. We'll see. But I think that's it for me, Jimmy. What about you? Nice. I've been watching Barry. Like I said, really like the Ronnie Lily uh, stuff. Would love to catch up for the finale. I don't think I'll make it for Barry. Kind of hard. Yeah. Um, but I um, will definitely be caught up with Succession because I'm watching the new ones week to week. Mm-hmm. Uh, this last episode again was very good holden you should catch up so we can review the finale together next week would be a lot of fun um but we'll get it to you sometime if not then and uh i might be doing a solo review for the the new episode we'll see this week really uh and then the new episode of ted lasso had some moments again overall that show's ending really soon too i should look up when that show is ending overall i think this season is definitely the weakest and that it's good to to end it but um how many it, more episodes see. are there? Is it? It says May twenty fourth. I should Ted Lasso finale. Mother's birthday. Shout out to Xander Sutter. Xander Sutter. 
Uh, it will end. Why is this not? Is the end of the okay? Yes. We wanted May thirty first. Wow. I think so. That's, twelve episodes. Yep. Looks like twelve. All They've right. been long episodes too. Um, it is a very unfocused season, though. I would say it's like all over the place. Hmm. Um, Maybe it'll there's all a come together. Lot of random threads just just you they you like think they're going to be huge plot points and they just disappear. <laughs> And you forget that they even happened. Um, yeah, it's weird. Uh, some dynamics really work well, but others don't. But uh, overall, I mean, it's still a feel good, fun show to watch. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's a very much trying to make jokes that are not funny at oh, all. Okay. And I think there's already some of that in season one, but it's like, oh, the charm of it. And then the jokes just get worse and worse and bigger of a stretch. Well, it makes me happy I'm not really watching it. But it's, it's fun. I like it still. Otherwise, that's pretty much it, Holden. I have not been playing anything, unfortunately, other than I, I did. Um, I'm going to do the Assassin's Creed Discovery Tour education mode in my class for Alexandria, mm-hmm. Egypt, because we just learned about Cleopatra and Julius Caesar. So I learned a lot about the city, exploring it virtually. Uh, really cool. Learned a lot. I'm uh, I'm considering starting maybe after Kingdom Hearts Breath of the Wild, because apparently that new one is that new Zelda game is just another masterpiece. Nice. It's like, 96 on Metacritic or something. Wow. So we'll see. Feel why, like I'm missing out. Why do that when you can play Kingdom Hearts? Hold on. I love King. I I love Kingdom Hearts. Jimmy. <laughs> it, it's very messy, but it's it's a lot of fun. That's great. All right, next week, Holden, we're gonna be going under the sea, under the great. sea. Cannot wait. We'll th- we'll be give it a grade that is under the C, or will it be you know B A. We don't give grades. I would be we'll. willing to bet it's under the C. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess we this. will see what happens. The Little Mermaid live action will be next week. Maybe Succession. We'll see. Maybe. Well, hopefully. Um. Otherwise, yeah, that's the plan. Holden. What do you got to do to take us home? Yeah, well, if you want to leave us a request, you can do so by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. This many stars. Or uh, by emailing. You said that. The audio listener's not going to know what you what I you held meant. up. I held up five. <laughs> <laughs> um, or you can email us at tompodcast at gmail.com or donate to our Patreon. Uh yeah. Otherwise, we'll see you for the most anticipated movie of the year next. next the week. movie event of the summer, <laughs> other than Creator, apparently based on the trailer. Yeah. Here's a nice close. Here we go. Oh wow! Yeah. Put it in focus. Nice auto focus. Looks good. The audio listeners are gonna love that yeah. you're showing my Lego car. My off. arms are not that long. <laughs> Paul Walker's in there. All right, but uh, that wraps it up for this week, right? Yeah, I think so. All right. Until next time. Adios, pantalones. Love you. That one movie podcast. Tomp. <laughs>